thank you for tuning in to the Primitive Baptist Message. I'm your host, Elder Jody Reisner, and I hope today's message will be a blessing unto you. In today's message, I'll be reading from the second book of Corinthians in the fifth chapter, starting in the eleventh verse. Knowing therefore the terror of the Lord, we persuade, we persuade men, but we are made manifest unto God, and I trust also are made manifest in your consciences. For we commend not ourselves again unto you, but give you occasion to glory on our behalf, that ye may have somewhat to answer them which glory in appearance and not in heart. For whether we be beside ourselves, it is to God, or whether we be sober, it is to your cause. For the love of Christ constraineth us. Because we thus judge that if one died for all, then we're all dead. And that he died for all, that they which live should not henceforth live unto themselves, but unto him which died for them and rose again. Wherefore, henceforth, know we no man after the flesh, yea, though we have known Christ after the flesh, yet now, henceforth, know we him no more. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. And all things are of God, who hath reconciled us to himself by Jesus Christ, and hath, hath given us uh, to us the ministry of reconciliation, to wit, that God was in Christ, reconciling the world unto himself, not imputing their trespasses unto them, and hath committed unto us the word of reconciliation. Now, there's a lot in this passage of Scripture, as so much of God's word, I feel that one can read and study and and dissect and divulge time into scriptures and get so many different things out of a small portion of passage of scripture. But there's a couple things that I want to hopefully concentrate, if the Lord might bless me to do so in this uh, brief message. Um, one that word all when we go into that passage of scripture that Christ died for all and hopefully we're taking in consideration of not only what that all is taken in consideration but also the understanding um, that those that are in Christ Jesus because of, I believe that you know when Christ came into the world and gave himself on the cross of Calvary uh, there was a specific purpose in understanding also when we read the um, John 3 16 for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son um, taken in consideration um, what world are we referring to there? Just as that what all 
we are referring to uh, in that particular passage of scripture. But in understanding what that thought closed up with was that ministry of reconciliation, uh, being reconciled back to God. Uh, the very definition of the word redemption and understanding that in order to redeem something, one has to be in possession prior to that. So going back to that 17th verse, Therefore, if any man be in Christ, and I believe um, with everything that is in me, with my understanding of what the scriptures teach us, and with the understanding that the Bible teaches predestination and election, understanding that those that are in Christ, all of those that are in Christ, those that uh, God gave the Son before the foundation of the world, this is what is in consideration. Uh, this is what is being referred to. Uh, and not only understanding that that is a specific number, that is a, that is a set-aside number, that is a peculiar people. Uh, therefore, if any man be in Christ, that separation, we go on to read there, he is a new creature. Now, the Bible plainly teaches us that we have been bought with a price. We are no longer our own. We have a submissive um, quality to us or a nature about us, whether we like it or not. We we belong to God. We get this notion that you know that you know, we're all free, and certainly we are free to a certain extent. We have the freedom to make our own choices. We have the freedom to get up every day and live our lives in a certain uh, fashion and after uh, certain influences. And according to <clears throat> conform to a particular uh, culture or societal norm or whatever the case may be. Certainly that is of our free will. We have a, the, the decision to make whether we're going to conform, whether we're going to go with the um, so-called mob mentality, or if we're going to stand out as our own individual, whether we're talking about uh, physical appearance, where we're talking about trends, where we're talking about going against trends, whatever the case may be, what we are taking in consideration here is that that duty and obligation to follow after Jesus Christ and the example that he set for us. So we are a new creature regardless of how we are living our lives, regardless of how uh, our, we are manifesting that attempt to walk after the example of Jesus Christ. <clears throat> so uh, we he is a new uh, creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. I believe also that once we have that manifestation within our heart, that revelation within our heart that we are a child of God, that there's a new nature to us. Those things that we once did, those things that we once loved, those things that we once allowed so easily to influence us are no longer the same. Uh, they are not only old to us, but they also are some the things that condemn us in our works and condemn us in the way that we're uh, we're 
attempting to live our life. So as we go on here, old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new and all things are of God who has reconciled us to him, uh, to himself by Jesus Christ. And keep in mind that when we speak about the dead alien sinner, when we speak about as Christ told uh, those that said when he had bid them to follow him and they came up with all the excuses and the one said, I have, um, my loved one has passed away. Uh, I must go bury them. The response to that was Christ said, let the dead bury the dead. Once we are become alive in Christ, we have a, again, we have that duty and obligation. We have that calling uh, of our lives to walk in a way that no longer conforms to the things of the world. So as we go back there and we look at this just real briefly, and then I want to turn over uh, to one passage of scripture before I uh, attempt to wrap this uh, message up here. For all that have died, that this, that's what the Bible teaches us, that uh, in Adam all died, in Christ all made alive, but all in their own order. So as we look at this passage of scripture and look what's being <clears throat> taught to us here, uh, that, uh, that he died for all, that they which should live, should not henceforth live unto themselves, but unto them, uh, to him which died for them. Says, and it goes down, it says, therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature and old things are passed away. And I want to briefly turn over as I close out this morning to the eighth chapter of the book of Romans. And not to simply re reference this passage of scripture um, because many would say it is the uh, go-to passage of scripture for those that <clears throat> believe in predestination and election. Um, but for a specific reason in that, um, that importance of our calling, our importance of that one thing that we can do something with. Eighth chapter of the book of Romans, 29th uh, verse, we read these scriptures. For whom he did foreknow, he also did predestinate to be conformed to the image of his son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. Moreover, whom he did predestinate, them he also called, and whom he called, them he also justified, and whom he justified, them he also glorified. And all those things, number one, it is God that has done all those things. It is God that has done all those things through his son, Jesus Christ. <clears throat> that is not, uh, that was not um, as a result of anything that we did to add to that. Uh, that was not in conjunction with any of our works, any of our acceptance or anything that we could possibly um, improve on when it comes to the, the work of God. But as you read those things, and those two uh, scriptures uh, that I've wrote, and in my Bible I have them uh, marked and, and numbered. Uh, there's five things, and um, I believe, and I heard a message uh, many years ago that uh, taught in that message that uh, there was a correlation between those five things and these two verses of scripture with the five stones in which David put in his uh, shepherd's bag to go out and slay the giant. Because as you look at these things uh, in that two passage of scriptures, one, uh, foreknowledge, two, predestination, three, our calling, 
for our justification and five, our glorification. There is only one thing that we have um, the power uh, to manifest in that, the power to demonstrate, uh, the power to let our light shine, and that is our calling. So as you look at that passage of scripture and you understanding that when um, I read in the Corinthian letter, that the second Corinthian letter, that uh, if we are in Christ, if we are in Christ, and I believe the scriptures teach this emphatically, that if we are in Christ, we were in him uh, when he was born into the world. We were in him when he uh, stood there before the uh, time existed and framed the heavens and the earth. If we are in him, we were in him when he stood there and preached his own everlasting doctrine. If we were in him, we were in him when he hung there on the cross of Calvary, when his very people uh, forsook him and said, no, this is not our king. Put his blood on our hands and the hands of uh, our children. Uh, as he hung there before, uh, between the heavens and the earth and cried out, my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? All of that, we were in him. And the reason he had um, came into the world was because through sin, through the death of Adam, through that death of one that carried on to every generation past that, we were dead. We we stood in a place uh, that needed reconciliation, that needed redemption. And the only way that that was going to take place <clears throat> was that Jesus Christ was to atone for our sins, to put our sins away. There is no um, acceptance attached to that. There is no um, works attached to that. There is nothing that we do in order to make that of any effect. That's what the scriptures teach us. So, uh, and in that, and I remember hearing a uh, an individual make this uh, comment, and it, I believe it's very true. The only thing that we need to accept is that God has done everything for us, that everything that we that stood in the way of us being in heaven in immortal glory, and that is the the key. That is the great uh, payoff. That that was the desire that God had was for His people to be with Him in heaven to worship Him around His throne forever and forever. And the only way that that was going to take place is for our sins to be forgiven, uh, to be atoned for, to be blotted out. And that's exactly what Jesus Christ did. So as we um, think about these things and think about the scriptures, I encourage you uh, to read, to do exactly what the Bible says, to read, to study, to show thyself approved, uh, a workman that needed not to be ashamed. And I pray that especially now in the time that we live in, uh, here now in uh, 2021, uh, that we need God's people to stand up, to be unashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ, that God sent his son into the world, born of a virgin, to preach his own everlasting doctrine, die on the cross of Calvary, lay in our tomb, and to raise victorious over death, hell, and the grave, is now seated on the right hand in the majesty on high, ever making an intercession for the saints of God, and is awaiting that appointed time in which he comes back and to gather us home. May God bless you as my prayer, and thank you once again for tuning in. Thank you again for tuning in to today's message. If you would like to correspond with me directly, you can do so by email at jdpbpreacher at gmail.com. 
or find me on Facebook. And as always, may the Lord richly bless you is my prayer.